Hey everybody, welcome to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined by Jeremy Birmingham. It is a uh, interesting version of Rapid Reaction, not one uh, that I ever thought we would be talking about, but the Big Ten uh, has moved to a conference-only schedule this season. And I say that I never thought we'd talk about it, but it's really been in the works for months. Berm, we've um, you know done a number of reporting um, and a lot of work over the last couple of months. This always seemed to be the direction this was headed, but it's still kind of a sobering realization of how precarious this situation is to have college football this year. Um, that part, like even if I expected this would be the uh, outcome and the best way forward for the Big Ten and for Ohio State, it's still kind of a kick in the gut when it actually arrives. Yeah, I mean, it felt inevitable to a degree, but the reality is you still just kind of hold out hope that um, the Big Ten and the schools and the players and the programs and people around the country would find a way to to come together to make sure that this happened because uh, in so many ways, sports is one of the most unifying things in the entire country. Um, and, and you wanted to believe that it was going to be kind of back to normal. Uh, and obviously right now it's not. We're looking at maybe what a late September start now for the Ohio State football season. It could be earlier if they move games around, you know, and that's what Gene Smith was talking about today in the press conference, uh, uh, teleconference he did with uh, media. So there's now flexibility that they can get those games from late November into early September and move things around. But, you know, to me, Austin, it's just the, the big word that's still just hovering over everything is if. I mean, we just don't have any real knowledge of what the plan is moving forward, how it would be implemented, how they would figure out anything if it was implemented. Like, so, you know, we're all just kind of, I think, a little shell-shocked because, as you said, it felt inevitable, but at the same time, like, you just kind of don't want to believe that that's what was going to need to happen. Well, and and you said that with the flexibility, you know, the Big Ten is still probably a week or two weeks away maybe from determining what that schedule is going to look like because there's no there's no definitive plan about take the November games and play them in September or you know, keep the conference games that you already have and then start in week three or four. Um, because they have now taken this first step and committed to it, I think that that was an admirable thing that the Big Ten did because – it would have been very easy for every league to kick the can to the end of the month and pretend like the season was going to start on time, play non-conference games. This had to be a step that was taken so that you can plan from here. And they still don't have a firm idea of how many games that they're going to play. If you just slide up games to the start to the 1st of September or even uh, week zero, because that is now on the table for these teams. That's also why um, Gene Smith has, you know, he was the one of the first most in-depth athletic directors to talk about this today by doing that conference call, they now have that option. If they want to play eight, nine, 10 games, you know, they can pick and choose within their league and now get that going. It's much easier for them to operate, but still um, all the other moving pieces that are involved in this tell you how challenging it's going to be without even diving into testing protocols. The fact that Ohio state just closed down the Woody Hayes athletic center for voluntary workouts on Wednesday, um, all these things are setbacks, and uh, there's no denying that. You can't, it's, it's becoming much more in, de in jeopardy of whether this is actually going to happen this year, and that's, that's scary. As someone who loves college football and makes his living covering college football, the fact that there is so much uncertainty about this right now is not fun. 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's that's the the worry is how do how do you goof how do you move forward? I mean, let's say there is a, a Big Ten conference schedule only. You're going to see every other conference follow suit by the end of the week, I'd imagine. The Big Ten, as they were with shutting down spring practices and recruiting and all that stuff, is prides itself on being the leaders of of college football when it comes to making these sort of proactive decisions. Um, you know, let's say you have eight games in the Big Ten, nine games, ten games. Then how many do you have in the SEC? Do you have they have sixteen teams? Are you able to get twelve games in? How does how does Notre Dame fit into this college football this season? How do uh, BYU and and the Big Twelve? How, you know these conferences are are all different sizes. I think it speaks to the need um, for college football to have one actual body of of leaders as far as a, a college football commissioner to help make these sort of decisions uniform across the the way, but Ultimately, you know, we're sitting here, obviously, an hour and a half, two hours after getting this information, um, is still wondering, like, we still don't know any idea of how this is going to actually break down. Or, again, if it's even going to turn into football being played in September or November or, or when. So, um, you know, I think that the biggest thing is just how do we get football being played? What has to happen? I think it's clear that the primary driver for the Big Ten today was so that they could centralize testing, so they could figure out a way to bring all that stuff into one protocol, you know, which is why Ohio State will cancel games with Miami and Bowling Green. It's not because of the regional thing or the travel. Those teams are closer than Wisconsin or Northwestern or anybody else. So, um, you know, uh, it sucks for those schools losing $2 million. I mean, Bowling Green's athletic department has already canceled, you know, sports, baseball, a number of other athletics uh, events and, and teams that have been removed. And now they're going to lose that $2 million windfall, basically, from, from getting their doors blown off in Ohio Stadium. So um, it's just the avalanche effect that comes from this decision uh, is going to be something spectacular to watch and also kind of just awful to, to see because we're all going to end up being affected by it. There's no doubt about that. It's difficult to really wrap your mind around it. And part of it is because of the um, immense importance of it. I mean, this is a seismic change to college football, but it's also really hard to process because there's not, like I said before, a definitive schedule in place. You know, three games are off of it. We know that. But to, to believe that Ohio State is going to play every other game in the Big Ten as it was scheduled before, that's simply not going to happen. Um, when we look, we don't know who the opponents are going to be. They'll come from the league. That helps. Um, but, you know, the, even within the league, there are challenges. Rutgers, uh, if you're going to that New York and New Jersey area and they have rules about how long you need to quarantine if you're coming from certain states, there are still just a multitude of issues that have to be worked out here. And part of the reason that this step is, I think, if you want to find some silver lining and reason for optimism, it's that the Big Ten is committed to having a schedule. If they wanted to, at this point in July, they could have canceled the whole thing. There is wording in that release today. They're prepared to do that if um, t positive tests and COVID continues to expand and spread in this country. The Big Ten will walk away. They're, they're As you talked about them being a leader across college football, they're, they never, ever want to be confused as uh, being football first over academics, even if um, football is extremely important to this league and all of those member institutions. Um, but it, they're a week away from trying to 
formalize some sort of schedule, which they will probably do piecemeal, and you'll pick four or five teams to start the year and build in bye weeks. And then if you have to get somebody who wasn't originally on your schedule to fill in, I mean, this is going to be all made up on the fly because we're in such an unprecedented situation. Uh, I would have liked them to <laughs> say we're going to start on week zero. These, this is when you're going to who you're going to play and go from there and fill in cancellations because that those are going to happen. That's inevitable. But, you know, for a first step, I think I could take some solace in the fact that they're at least committed uh, to doing something that seemed very obvious for the last three months. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it just seemed like it was what was going to happen no matter what. Um, you know, and now you did hear Gene Smith today say the Big Ten has not really even discussed the idea of spring football. So I think at least from a, a, a perspective of if it's not happening in the fall, it's going to be canceled until next year. I mean, that's just pretty much what I read into that, um, which makes perfect sense because spring football, the NFL is not going to delay its draft and delay its season following after that for, for college football. So Justin Fields, players of his caliber are not going to play in the spring. So it doesn't matter really if you have uh, football then. You can't have these players playing two seasons within a, in a 12-month window. There's a lot of you know, or in that case, within an eight-month window. Um, the, the conference has said over and over since the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic that health and, and uh, safety of the student-athlete is first and foremost, and uh, they, they're doing that again. I mean, you know, it doesn't even matter what your personal opinion is on the coronavirus pandemic or where we're at as a country, but the facts are the facts, and the Big Ten is, is making this decision because – they're concerned about the, the health and welfare of the student athletes of Ohio State. As we said, we, you know, we've both heard, and, and Tim May has corroborated as well, like maybe a total of less than uh, a dozen positive tests inside of the Ohio State Athletic Department caused a shutdown of all the voluntary workouts. Clemson had 40 football players alone test positive, and they're still going on doing their thing. So. Ohio State, the Big Ten, is certainly being proactive. Maybe that frustrates you. If maybe it uh, emboldens you. Maybe it makes you happy to hear. I don't know. It's, it's a personal thing, I guess. But um, it is where we are. And now we just have to figure out how to piece it together and move forward. Yeah, I think you look at closing the Woody, uh, the Big Ten going conference only, and then Gene Smith actually saying it out loud that he had gone from cautious optimism to very concerned about there even being football at all this season, for him to say that out loud and knowing how uh, closely parsed his words would be, that is significant. This is a, a perilous situation for college football, and uh, if you didn't believe that before, uh, hopefully this is a wake-up call for you now. We all have to do our part to make sure that college football happens. Ohio State's continuing to bang that drum with more videos uh, with players you know, saying they want a season and that you should wear a mask. And, uh, you know, you mentioned that this has been a divisive issue, but if you want college football, I'm not sure that there's really any choice right now. Today was a, uh, a big step in backwards, but maybe one that can provide a solution going forward. Uh, we'll see a lot of pieces still to be worked through. Uh, Letterman Row will cover all of that for you to the best of our ability. Uh, that's my buddy, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. Uh, stay with us at lettermanrow.com for all the latest news and updates about the Buckeyes and Big Ten football. See ya.